Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I want to talk about Dingle in Kerry and uh, my own hometown, Ballyshannon in Donegal, because according to the latest census figures in the Irish Times today, Dingle has the oldest population in the country, just alongside Ballyshannon. The average age in Dingle is uh, 44.4. Nationally, it's 38.8. So with commercial interests in tourist towns and retirees, often with uh, income and cash, we're told that younger people are now being totally outbid. They can't buy in their hometown area where they'd like to live. So I've been asking you to get in touch today. I want to chat to young families who are outpriced in their home area. Doesn't have to be Dingle or Ballyshannon. Whatever your situation, give me a call, drop me an email. Uh, Fianna Fáil councillor in Dingle, um, Brendan Fitzgerald is with us on the programme today. How big of an issue is this for young people there? Uh, it's a, hi, Andrea. I'm, I'm glad you didn't ask me about the gift I'd bring or, <laughs> or, 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 or what song I'd dance to. But, um, I, but yeah, no, it's a big issue. Look, um, I, I, I saw the, the, the census figures and it's 44.4 years on average in Dingle. Uh, in Kerry, it's 41.5 years and nationally is 38.8. I'm not sure what the Ballyshannon, your own, your own town is, but um, there is, um, uh, uh, I would call it a shortage of available houses um, to, to, I suppose, first-time buyers, um, young people who want to get on the property market here. Look, we're a victim of our own success. Dingle is a very, very popular uh, tourist uh, town. People like to come to Dingle. They want to stay in Dingle. They want to live in Dingle. And I suppose with that, you get people. And and it actually happened during COVID. You got people who could actually, they found out that they could work um, from the rural areas or the towns like Dingle. So um, when they saw properties coming on the market here, uh, they started buying them. Um, then you have people who are retiring, um, maybe from the town originally or from the the, the countryside, and um, they're they're retired and they want to move back. Uh, uh, and when a property would come on the market, they they did buy. Also, look, and I know I I saw the article by uh, in the Times. Um, uh, the issue about the short term. First and foremost, I have to say I I grew up in a bed and breakfast here in Dingle. My mom, Bridie, has a has a bed and breakfast, and I'm a member of uh, Bed and Breakfast Ireland. Um, like the thing to say that it's all gone into the the tourist sector and B and Bs and everything. It, it, it's not uh, it's not right. There's an awful lot of issues. For me, okay. it's about supply. Um, you 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 look at it. Um, one of the things I've been calling for in um, uh, in Kerry County Council is affordable housing, um, because we've only a population of I think less than probably two thousand. Uh, Dingle doesn't qualify for the affordable housing schemes, um, so therefore. Um, the council cannot build affordable housing okay. here in so Dingle. So the, the, the housing shortage and supply issue, obviously, you know that's that's a that's a um, uh, you know that's a problem in you could nearly say in every town in the country. But yes. I suppose what's unique yeah. then about Dingle is the fact that I take from what you're saying, Brendan, it's it's the rising age profile, it's the retirement. Um, 
phenomenon, if you want to call it that, of people who've holiday homes, either they're purchasing them or they're moving to holiday homes. By virtue of the fact that it's a tourist destination, uh, yes, there'll be more supply there, but but those houses are obviously during the summer period or the summer season being used yeah. by holiday makers. So it means that the local young people can't get houses. Is that a fair summary? Yeah, you summed it up there. We've been calling for incentives for people who actually do have, say, uh, second properties and who are, are letting them to the tourist market. Um, we've been calling for incentives uh, for a long time that would actually bring, say, properties, give a person the option uh, to bring the property back into the long-term uh, letting market. Um, unfortunately, they have not, I suppose, um, um, come back uh, with a lot of incentives on that um, thus far. I know I'm expecting, hopefully, in the, in, the, in, the, in the budget coming, that there is going to be lots of incentives there for people who have a second house, who are letting it short term, and who will bring it back into uh, the long-term okay. market. I, I, I think that's a very important thing. Yeah. I know there's the, you, can, you can say the stick and the carrot, but it is easier for people to let short-term than let long-term. Uh, and, and that is an issue that we have to address, yeah. I feel. Okay. L- let me bring in, Brendan, if you don't mind. Uh, we're not just, by the way, talking about uh, Ding- Dingle today. Um, I want to hear people's stories in other parts of the country as well. It's 1800 453 106. That's the number. Stay in the line, Brendan, because Jamie is with us as well. Jamie, you're also in Dingle, though. Is this a problem for your age group? Yeah, g- uh, good afternoon and uh, thanks for having me. Um, mm. I guess, look, I've I've seen myself over the last couple of years, especially as Brendan alluded to there during COVID, a lot of people did move back to Dingle and it resulted in a lot of properties coming on the market. But I think the main issue, um, especially for my age group, mid to late 20s and early 30s, is that even people with such good professions at the moment are not able to get mortgages that would suffice them to be able to buy a property in sought-after destinations like Dingle. And I think the main issue there is that certain people have come in, bought the properties as their second and third properties and are letting them out short-term in residential um estates and that has resulted in young people not being able to move back to their hometowns and that's why we can see an issue of the average age being a lot higher in places like Tingle and Ballyshannon because of the fact that young people can't move home and when they do move home they have to move back into their family home maybe with their parents or into other relatives and look that's not sustainable if we want to build in a place like Tingle where 96% 96% of the businesses in the town are family-run businesses. If you want to pass it on to the next generation, how can you continue that if there's not something put in place? As Brown Lawn mentioned there, some system where if people own a second property or a third property, that it should be left out long-term to people who want to move back to their hometown. So so you think kind of Dingle nearly needs, I don't want to say special treatment, but it can't be, this can't be a situation that's unique to Dingle though. No, I think it's happening all over the country, but I think, I think as Rondon mentioned, it's happening in Dingle especially because the population is quite small, it's quite a sought-after tourist destination, and therefore, over the last couple of years, when property did come on the market, people from all over the country, all over the world, ended up buying property without even coming to view it. So therefore, the, the supply and demand of houses in Dingle resulted in not a lot of people being able to, to move back. And it's happening all over the country, mm. I'm sure. But I think specifically in somewhere where 
the tourism season now is nearly the full year. It has resulted in people being able to feel that they could make a profit off, say, short-term lets, Airbnbs in residential estates in the town. Text in from a listener says, myself and my my wife both have good jobs. We're being priced out of every house we viewed in North Dublin. We did get lucky. We were able to buy my wife's grandmother's home without that. I think we'd we'd still be renting. Um, Do we have any idea, Brendan, how many, like when you look at the total number of, you know, residential or houses, units in Dingle, what's the proportion of those roughly that's either second, holiday homes, tourist accommodation? Um, I, I, I wouldn't have that exact figure, Andrea, but, but uh, I, I think what Would Jamie has said... Would it be 30%? Was, um, quite possibly be, yeah. So about I, a th- I, third I, I, of the houses I, nearly I, could be. Roughly. Probably, yeah. I, I would say so, yeah. See, the thing, I suppose, within the town itself, as in, say, the, 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 the main streets of the town, I suppose. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It is like I know the, 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 the Creekona scheme, which is the 50,000 grant for vacant homes and the 70,000 grant for derelict homes. Uh, that has been brought in. I know there's an awful lot of interest by people here locally in, 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 in that if they do own um, existing properties in the town. But even at that, it's still um, I suppose a costly exercise to bring a home or uh, to bring a vacant home back to, to, to for somebody to be used um, I suppose the thing that I I, I think that um, and I get I get back to is I think what Jamie has said there there's people young people who are living in work I know this throughout the whole country uh, but at least in, in these bigger cities with populations over 10,000, mm. they can provide affordable housing schemes. Whereas that's Where the situation is, there, you, you, you don't have that. Yeah. So, Jamie, what and is so, your... Uh, uh, no, and go, go. If, 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 I, if I can just come in, and this is vital, I think. See, with, if it is the council that are developing the affordable housing, then the, the properties and the homes go to local people who are living full-time, whereas if it's going on the open market, unfortunately, um, it is the highest bidders that actually get these houses if, if, if it is private developments. So if it is a, a state-run affordable housing schemes by the local authorities in towns like Ballyshannon, towns like Dingle and towns all up and down yeah. the okay. western seaboard S- that J- are looking for J- Jimmy, just on, on that, what is your situation at the moment then? So, like, is, this, is there a prospect to buy in the foreseeable? Well, actually, yes, I'm quite lucky myself. I actually was able to uh, purchase property before the pandemic hit and then what happened was I was able to move home. But I know that I'm one of... I'd say one out of all of my friends that was able to do it. Um, I had a permanent job at the time and I was lucky, but I think what I'm seeing at the moment is most of my friends are emigrating to the likes of um, Asia or Australia because a lot of them can't Mm. actually, with the wages that they're getting in Ireland, which are really high still, even if they're in a relationship and have two solid wages coming in, they still are not able to put in a bid, as Brandon mentioned, to buy a property. Um, and I think it's been seen all over the country. And I think the main the main issue, as Brandon mentioned there, is that people are being out. Because young people are trying to 
pull together deposits, trying to get these schemes, and then they're just being outbid by people who have lump sums who aren't even viewing the properties and have it in their maybe in in their mind to just let out the property and bring in the extra income, which is just a terrible system. But I just don't know. As Randall mentioned, maybe the solution is to try and come up with some scheme that will result in people being able to buy without it being the biggest and the yeah. best bid. I, texting from Peter who says 117 houses were built in an area in County Wicklow all sold to one buyer. The council couldn't buy any for social housing. This texter says in my local area which is near Killybegs, family homes are going up for sale but they're actually bought by outsiders and then straight up onto Airbnb. Every week there's posts on Facebook from local young families uh, looking for somewhere to buy or to rent. Um, 1800 453 is the number if you want to get in touch with us about this. Look, we, we're going to stay with it. Um, if you want to stay permanently, live, buy in your own local hometown, I want to know how feasible is that? I mean, you know, is it an option for you or is it a case that there's just maybe too many holiday homes, um, tourist accommodation and there just isn't the supply in your area? You can drop me an email either lunchtime live at newstalk.com. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.